Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. To the very special person listening to this broadcast, welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk featuring your very own pastor, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your very own spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great, let's begin. First, I want to say hello to each and every listener of the Taboo Talk Show. How are you doing, beloved? I hope you are doing wonderful, marvelous, incredible, special, beautiful, and fine, because those are all words used to describe you. You are just an extraordinary person who brings joy, peace, happiness, nurturing, care, and understanding into the lives of people in your community, your home, your job, and just on the planet in general. And you make God look great. So let me give you a round of applause. Yay! Thank you for doing the things that you do and for being such an uplifting and outstanding person. You are truly, truly marvelous. Thank you for being you. Well, today is September 11, 2011, and I want to say to those who lost their lives on 9-11-2001, you and your family are in my prayers. You will never be forgotten. Rest in peace. To those who are in the building and surrounding areas who provide a service to others, I am grateful for you and pray that God blesses you and your family for the blessing you were on that day. And to all who survived the building and the surrounding areas, I pray that you are healed from the trauma of that day and that you are blessed in every area of your life. That was a day we will never forget. And so you are all all in my prayers. And for those who are just simply on the planet that experience that with everyone here in New York, you are in my prayers as well. So today's topic is about what to do in 9-11 emergency situations so that you will come out on the other side of the situation successful positive, and doing well, as well as confident. Because as you know, there are so many physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional things that we are going through that you need to be prepared for, as well as environmental and situations that are occurring every day now. So if you are prepared, you can come out ahead. So first of all, what is a 9-11 emergency? It's you or something or someone having an emergency that's outside the span of normal circumstances, which causes the need for immediate reaction. This can be mental, physical illness, or environmental problems like a hurricane, storm, or even situational like a terrorist attack, war, or a fight breaking out in front of you. How do you react? 
How do you prepare for these times of trouble that are happening more frequently day after day? Well, let's see what the Word of God says about it. If we go to Psalms 46, it says in verse 1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in an uprise. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolation he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So how do we act? Let me reiterate. Know that you should not have fear because God is your refuge and he is your ever-present strength and help in trouble. He says, be still, in verse 10, and know that he is God, that he will be exalted among the nations and exalted in the earth. And that in verse 11, that he is with you, the God of Jacob is your fortress. So since God is our refuge and strength, he has given you and I endurance and the ability to safely make it through whatever calamity we are on or are facing so that in its presence we can remain what? Calm. That's right, calm in the midst of our tests and tribulation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, what else are we to do? It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. So again, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all our comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. So since we are to help others, we should be prepared. And we, if we, to help others, we need to be prepared for ourselves. Are you prepared on a daily basis for calamity if it should arise? One thing I recommend you do is carry with you an emergency readiness kit consisting of the following. A flashlight, map of your area, water, candy, granola bars, first aid kit, and have on comfortable shoes, preferably sneakers. And if you don't have on sneakers, then have them in your bag, as well as a light jacket. Again, you should have an emergency readiness kit with you at all times, consisting of a flashlight, map of your area that you're in, water, candy such as Lifesavers, granola bars, first aid kit, and have uncomfortable shoes, preferably sneakers. And then if you don't have them 
on in your bag, and also with you a light jacket. This is vital for you to have all these things. So if you take mass transit or drive in the car and you become stunk and need to walk, you won't be hungry and you won't be without light. Also, when going anywhere, pay attention to your environment. Know where the emergency exits are so you know how to exit safely the building. In addition, when looking into a building, make sure that it is important that you know where the fire exits are and that you do drills on your own so that you know the best escape routes. If you know how to do this, you won't a panic when there is emergency. Lastly, know the facts of the situation so you're able to communicate effectively with police and doctors if you or someone you're assisting requiring an ambulance and medical attention. If you need to tell people your medical history, know the following, your medical medical problems, any medicine you're taking, anything you're allergic to, and surgeries. Also, know all symptoms you have for the current situation, including fever, nausea, diarrhea, rash, dizziness, and shallow of breath. I'll repeat that. If you need to tell people your medical history, know the following, your medical problems, any medicine you're taking, anything you are allergic to, and surgeries. Also, know all symptoms you have for the current situation, including fever, nausea, diarrhea, rash, dizziness, and shallower breath. If you are some, assisting someone else or you have a child that you're taking care of, know these facts for them as well so that you are prepared. The key in all situations is to remain calm. Believe that the possible outcome that you want to happen is going to be positive and that the best one is going to come to pass. So how do you become prepared for an emergency? You do all the things that I talked about. You have your emergency readiness kit. You have your medical history and facts all together. You know the exits within the particular building that you are a part of. And that's what you just do on a daily Get used to doing it because if you look in your situation and our environment alone, so many things are happening. We have earthquakes happening, hurricanes happening, storms happening. If nothing else, just from natural disasters, being prepared requires that you do so. Lastly, with wars going on throughout the world, with fights breaking out in front of you, it's good to be prepared so that if you need to pay attention to a cut, a bruise, uh, if you are stranded, you have help. And lastly, don't have fear. Walk around being prepared just makes you informed and ready to act in case of an emergency. It doesn't give you anxiety. No. It just gives you confidence. I tell you the truth. Me, I feel good having an emergency readiness kit because I know that in an emergency, I can be of help to someone else. I can be of help to myself, and I feel a sense of comfort that I'm all right. Riding the the mass transit in New York City, when the lights go out and the subway stops all of a sudden, 
and sometimes you're underneath a tunnel for a while, you know, I don't panic. You know, I might even bring out my flashlight and say, hey, I got some light. <laughs> and that just brings me comfort and the people around me comfort because I had light. Had I not had my emergency readiness kit with me, then the people in my car wouldn't have light. I wouldn't have light. And a sense of panic would have set in. But being able to see in the midst of the dark to shine light into the situation. I remember where I was September 11, 2001. I was a head of human resources for Stromberg Consulting, a division of Ketchum uh, Consulting, which is a Fortune 50 company. As the head of human resources, I was responsible for the safety of my organization. So someone didn't have to tell me, be prepared for emergency. No, I had to think of all possible emergency problems, including the fact that my company was located in a U.N. embassy building. So all the time I was thinking, what if we're underneath a terrorist attack? What if someone tries to bomb the building? What if something happens where someone tries to seize the building? I have to have the people in my building prepared and ready to go. So I always kept bottles of water um, on the premise. I had granola bars. I had emergency kits. I had first aid kits. And you talk about knowing that emergency access like the back of my hand. I can get in and out of my building with my eyes closed. And literally, I would practice going up and down the stairs and out to a safe route safely. So on the day of September 11th, when the call came uh, at 8 something in the morning that the first plane had hit the building, um, the tower, I knew that our location was also on the radar, that the U.N. was a target, and making sure that my company was together and that everybody was accounted for was mission critical. So I told the CEO of the company what was going on. I believe we were on a terrorist attack. And at the time, there wasn't any news report to back that up. He said, Charmaine, are you sure? What, you know, what makes you think that? I said, I just know. Uh, you know, I've been preparing for this, and my spirit is telling me that. You know, one thing I give Gary Stromberg credit for is he never once said, you're crazy, what are you talking about? He was like, okay, prepare the troops. So I started circling in, making sure that everybody was out of the World Trade Center and that all of our people were accounted for. And praise God, every one of our consultants was not in the World Trade Center who had been working there. Um, they were either in our main headquarters or they were home that day, but they weren't in the World Trade Center. And for those people located in our building, I told them to remain calm and that I would get them safely to a location where they could uh, rest their heads that night uh, so that they wouldn't have to worry. And then we got the news that we were under a terrorist attack. And so that morning I spent calmly getting people home, getting people to safe locations. And I even had drove in for the last couple of weeks because um, the news has said that there was possible threats to the U.N. And so I wanted to be in a position, if my CEO needed a ride home, I could give it to him. So I asked him, do you want to ride home? He said, no, Charmaine, I'm fine. But I took people who were 
in the, um, the vicinity next to me home, and by 12 o'clock, everybody was accounted for, everybody had a meal in them, everybody had their first aid kit, and um, I was driving home people who were living in the vicinity next to me, and I was going home. The office was taken care of, and everybody was dismissed. So, you see, if you are prepared for an emergency, any type of emergency, you can act cool, calm, and collect. And the other thing that gave me peace in the midst of the storm was that I knew God was in control. And that brings me to the last part of this discussion. God is our refuge. And I said that in the beginning, but I want you to take comfort in knowing that. If you do your part, which is you have the physical together, you have your emergency readiness prepared kit, God will do the rest. God will meet you where you're at. He will meet you where you're at. And he will dispense his angels to watch over you and give you a smooth way out. He will make your way smooth and successful. And everything will line up so that you are safe and not sorry. And you could take comfort in his refuge. Refuge means that you are protected. That's what refuge means. Sometimes we hear the word and we don't understand its meaning. And we think we know what the hell someone's saying and we don't really understand it fully. No, refuge means that protection. Refuge means shelter. Refuge means that you're okay in the midst of all calamity, trials, and tribulations. And when God is your refuge and your fortress, a fortress is something, is a place that you go to to hold up while the battle is being is being forged so that you okay. If you think about the great battles, people will have a mighty fortress so nobody could penetrate it or harm you. So when God is your refuge and your fortress, he protects you. So when I write this that scripture in the beginning, I was telling you that your refuge and fortress is gone. So, yes, God wants you to be prepared, you know, so that when these storms come up, whether it's a physical, literal physical storm like Hurricane, hurricane Irene that came up or whether it is a uh, uh, mass transit breaking down, whether your car cuts out something as simple as your car uh, blowing a flat tire and you got to change the flat or wait for somebody to come and change your flat and you become hungry, all of a sudden you're going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. On Taboo Talk, Lady Charmaine Day told me to get my emergency readiness prepare kit together. And you go in your car, you get your emergency readiness prepare kit together out and you're like, wait a minute, I got water. Fresh water. I got a granola bar that I could eat. So I'm not hungry. My my throat is a little parched. I could suck on some candy. And the reason why I say suck on some candy because sometimes it's just soothing, soothing. And that's just, it's soothing to suck on candy sometimes, okay? And, you know, if it's at nighttime, you have a light to see if you and keep yourself so you're not afraid of the dark. And so all these things come into play because, you know what? The thing is you want to minimize any chance of fear. And when you have your physical and your spiritual in alignment, there's nothing that can harm you. There's nothing that comes your way that can take you out of the peace 
that you will fill. And then you can be of help to those around you. You can be of help to people in the midst of the storm. The one thing that I was very, very encouraged by was that the president of my company, Gary Stromberg, said to me, Lady Charmaine, no, Charmaine Day, thank you so much for your calm in the midst of the storm. Thank you for having us together and having the office ready and for getting us through this crisis. We appreciate you. And that meant the world to me because, you know, he he saw that I maintained calm. I maintained calm. And had I been shaken and upset and without a plan, then that would have relayed fear and crisis to everybody around me. And then it would have been chaos and confusion. And my CEO didn't need that. No, he needed a cool, calm, stable environment. And the reason why that was so important is that Stromberg Consultant, uh, at the time that I worked there, they had Fortune 50 clients that they provided information on how to communicate, how to prepare, how to deal with disaster, how to deal with change management. And so we're up there feeding information to our clients in the midst of the situation. So while we're going through, we're turning around and helping other people. So our clients are relying on us to help them as we are going through as well. And in the following days, we were able to dispense information and continue to do our job, and things were seamless. And you know what? Sometimes you don't hear thank you for just being seamless. So that thank you coming from my CEO was so beautiful because he was saying because I was seamless, the people were seamless, the Fortune 50 were able to be seamless, and one thing affected the other. And I want you to be seamless. I want you to be what you're designed to be, which is a mighty mighty warrior of God. And that's what he said in 1 Corinthians, that the Heavenly Father, your God, Jesus' Father, who is your Lord, he gives you compassion, strength, and endurance. And he sees you through. He gives you all comfort. And he comforts you in your trouble so that you can comfort those in any trouble with comfort that you yourself have received from God. I'm going to read that scripture again because now that you hear it, I want you to understand it. We're going to go back to 2 Corinthians verse, chapter 1, verse 3. Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all, not some, but all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Okay? So now that we know this, we can be ready. So I'm just going to repeat some key uh, vital information that I said earlier, just so if you didn't have a pen and paper ready, uh, you could be ready. So go get a pen and paper. Okay? You ready? Okay. So now you're going to have put together an emergency readiness kit. 
Get that, an emergency readiness kit. And in it, they'll have a flashlight, a working flashlight, map of your area that you're in, water, lightsabers, granola bars, first aid kit consisting of Band-Aids and uh, alcohol and um, and have uncomfortable shoes or preferably sneakers. And if you don't have sneakers on the day that you're out, put the sneakers in your bag. And also a light jacket. Again, you want a flashlight, map of your area, water, lifesavers, granola bars, first aid kit, comfortable shoes such as sneakers, and a light jacket. Also, just to be prepared for any medical situation, know what medicine you're taking, anything you're allergic to, any surgeries that you've had, and also know your current symptoms such as fever, nausea, diarrhea, rash, dizziness, and shallow of breath. You need to be able to communicate that to the ambulance or to um, the 911 operator if you call for assistance. Also, if you're assisting someone else or someone else you see gets sick, these are the types of things that you need to ask and know so that they can get uh, help more readily. The key in all situations, like I said before, is to remain calm. Know that God is in control. Believe that the best possible outcome will happen, and it will surely come to pass. God will not lead you to something he cannot bring you through. He is your strength. He is your fortress. He is your refuge, and he will bless you in such a way that when you look back on a situation, it will be a testimony. It will be a testimony. You will say, my God, how did I, I what, who is that? How is that so calm and cool and collect in this situation? And you can say, I honestly know it was the God in me that helped me to be a help to other people. I can honestly say it was God in me that helped me to assist everyone in Stromberg Consulting and to have one of the finest days I'm proud of in my life. Well, this brings us to the end of the show. I wanted you to be prepared for any emergency so that you know that you're not in crisis, that you are not uh, going to fail, but you will be successful. You are very, very special, deserving nothing less than what God has promised you, a wonderful, peaceful, happy, joyful, prosperous, abundant life. In all situations, God is in control and has you, and he will never, ever leave you, forsake you, or let you fail. He is your refuge and your strong tower, and in your hour of need, your fortress. Continue seeking God's face in all that you do, and a wonderful life will continue to occur for you. This episode of Taboo Talk featuring me, Lady Charmaine Day, your pastor, was brought to you to help transform your mind, body, and spirit, utilizing the principles of Jesus Christ. For more information about me, please visit my website at www.ladychardmainday.com. That's www.ladychardmainday. D-A-Y.com. There you can read my monthly blogs, join my Facebook fan page, 
schedule a consultation with me, which I do do both in-person and phone consultations, as well as book me to speak at your upcoming event, be a part of your panel, do a presentation or workshop. And if you want me to officiate any one of your ceremonies, like a wedding or a funeral or a baptism, you can schedule that through the website or contact me. So, again, go to www.ladychardmainday.com. That's www.ladychardmainday.com. Lastly, if I am your source for spiritual guidance, please sow seeds into this good ground by making your donation and tithes on the website. Again, that's www.ladycharmainday.com. This ministry thanks you for your contribution, your donations, for you buying stuff at my store, and for continuing to tune in every week to Taboo Talk. I also want to thank my sister station, uh, Blake Radio, for airing us and for being such a good producer. At all times, remember, listener Taboo Talk, that you are very, very special, and goodbye. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better.